0: Hello, my name is Mariel Barocco, and welcome to Search Dog Diaries. This week, I'll be your host as we focus our lens on Tim Maurice, the composer extraordinaire behind the music of Search Dog. Search Dog is an award-winning documentary film that follows a canine search and rescue team for over four years on their missing persons searches. Search Dog is now available on iTunes and Amazon. For more information, go to searchdogmovie.com. Now here's Search Dog Diaries.
1: Thanks for um, for doing this second time around here. So.
0: <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> the first one's just practice, right?
1: Yeah, that's right. It gets better each time.
0: <laughs> how was How was your week?
1: Good. my My week is good. It's been kind of busy i'm music directing this musical so and we're doing the drowsy chaperone i've i've never done it before but um that's a lot of uh like jazz type music from the like 20s and 30s oh wow But yeah it's busy (laughs) so i'm i'm rolling all set on my end
0: (laughs) i'm also rolling so let's let's get started for anybody listening who might not be familiar with Search Dog, I'll give a little bit of context about what the movie is about. So, Search Dog is a feature documentary film directed by Mary Healy Jamiel. It takes place over the course of about four and a half years and follows members of the Rhode Island State Police Canine Division, specifically following Sergeant Matthew Zarella. And it gives a look into the everyday responsibilities that Matt has and his team members have as a search and rescue operation. And it really shows how important the relationship is between them and their dogs, and how they work together to find missing persons. If you haven't watched it and you're interested in doing so, it's available on Amazon and iTunes, and it really gives you a new perspective on what goes into this partnership, this really unique relationship between humans and dogs. So I'm here with Tim Maurice today to discuss his role as the music composer for the film. So, Tim, how did you get involved with Sershog? Tell me a little bit about that.
1: Oh, that's a great question. So I was referred to Mary by the director of photography, actually, Ken Willinger. I had worked with him on another film... Uh, it was a short film and i think after the premiere of that i i met him briefly we kind of connected he's a he's a wonderful guy and i don't know something must have uh clicked and uh, he he knew mary was looking for someone and so um he sent me a message and said hey i uh, hope you don't mind i <laughs> referred you to this uh you know gig this woman is uh uh, directing this film and I said that's wonderful that's it's awesome thank you so uh, yeah that's kind of how, w- how I was brought on and Mary and I uh, spoke and but um, yeah we just kind of went from there
0: awesome I-, I like how things fall into place like that sometimes it's- did anything specifically interest you about the project from a musical perspective or uh, were you interested more in the story or Kind of
1: both? Hmm. Um, that's a great question, yeah, I think there was a lot of um, there's a lot of powerful storytelling there, uh, just because of the the subject matter i mean it it is a matter of life and death sometimes, you know, and these people are in this position to um, help people, and they may not have a lot of time, yeah, I just thought that was very compelling. I also was really struck by the idea that here we are faced with this task of you know searching for someone and and maybe rescuing them and humans alone probably can't do it and dogs alone can't do it but if they work together they can do this amazing thing and I I thought that was really um, fascinating.
0: Wow it's it's incredible honestly. Has the film impacted your perspective in thinking about search and rescue and in the process of finding missing persons
1: yeah I would say so it it gives me a a bigger appreciation for what they do um, and a bigger awareness of what really happens you know all the time in the in the movies they're uh Someone's lost, and you know, oh, just bring out the dog, and the dog goes running wildly in the in <laughs> direction of the person uh you know, and it, it's that's just not how it works um, uh, so having that insight um is is really amazing, and uh yeah i I think in the process of working on this, trying to work on it, I was inspired by how hard working uh they are. Um, so that kind of spurred me on <laughs> to do the best that I could.
0: Yeah, I I also really before seeing it, I wasn't really aware like how much work goes into it. Yeah, like like you said, I thought it was more of a I don't know. I just I I think I just didn't understand the the scope of it all.
1: Yeah, I was amazed that they could take uh, animals that maybe have been abused or, or have different issues and are able to rehabilitate them. Not, not only enough to be a, like a, you know, a safe, uh, you know, reasonable uh, pet, but to actually be a, a certified search and rescue dog. I, I think that's just incredible.
0: It really is. It's it's kind of amazing because I think what struck me most is like probably the, the scene in which they're trying to find those missing snowmobilers. Oh, yeah. And they can catch a scent from so deep underwater, and mm. even after them being there all the time.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's incredible. Yeah, I think the a dog's sense of smell is, it's like our sense of sight. Um, that's their primary way to experience the world. And I was actually kind of inspired by that when I was trying to think up music to write and different different themes that was something I tried to think of is um you know how how can I express the uh, sense of smell (laughs) how can I do that musically
0: yeah Um, (laughs) yeah how did how did you develop the different themes going off of the footage and the stories that you saw what were what were your musical approaches to that
1: I think it was it was a process. I think early on I was given um, footage, a, a short version of the film. It was probably about twenty minutes, and I didn't really score it per se. But uh, Mary just asked me to watch it and try to come up with a few uh, themes, almost in the in the abstract. You know what what might be good recurring theme. So I, I came up with something that eventually ended up being the main title, kind of a like a theme for Matt or a, a theme for just mm-hmm. this process of, of humans and animals uh, working together. I also had a theme for one of the searches was for someone who had committed suicide. And that was um, really striking to me that, you know, it's very, um, a lot of the time you you search and it, you know you're not rescuing them. You're just kind of, you're searching and recovering. Uh, so I ended up writing something for that. Um, it ended up being um, this track, Isolation. And I guess I, I just thought about what it would be like to be really alone or really isolated, um, try to put myself in that place where that seems like the best option. Um, and yeah, I I, uh, I just did the best I could with the footage coming up with a, a few different themes. But um, as the film progressed, then I, I added on more ideas later.
0: Wow, it takes takes a lot of work. Did it become easier for you once the film kind of tightened up into a more final product yeah
1: there was a lot of uh, back and forth and it was an evolution I was amazed at at how many different versions of the film that I saw Uh, (laughs) (laughs) different iterations and um, assemblies I guess they're called in the in the beginning yeah so
0: I know you worked on this film for a long time could you describe for me what you feel is the most compelling scene in the film and what inspired the music for that scene? What scene did you find the most interesting to work on?
1: Gosh, I think it's it's hard to choose because each, so many pieces, they're like these um, these little places that I've created to, to live in for a little bit. So, <laughs> um, but there are a couple themes that, stand out to me. One of them is tragedy. I think this was for the scene where Matt is talking about how he came to start this search and rescue program, uh, what led him to do it. Basically, as a teenager, he heard the story about these girls who were abducted and, and raped, I believe. And yeah, it was just very striking to think about grappling with that at a young age mm-hmm. kind of appreciating the the gravity of the situation so yeah he's at this lectern uh talking about it and this was kind of challenging because on one hand i'm i'm underscoring the emotional impact that this had on him and right thinking about his um internal thoughts and drama But at the same time, I have to stay out of the way of the dialogue. So I'm thinking about like this technical point where I don't want to crowd him. So that was kind of a good challenge to work on. So, yeah, if I could mention one more track. um, uh, Tiverton, there's a scene with Matt, and I believe it's Max, on the beach. And I think they're uh, about to do a search and rescue. And I remember thinking a lot about the back and forth between humans and and dogs working together um, and I actually put some of that in the music so let me play it just so I can make sure I'm describing it accurately <laughs> um, but there's a lot of back and forth between I think it's like strings and piano
0: sure I'll, pu- I'll put in a clip from that scene just so people can hear it it's from the very beginning of the movie good boy it's good to work You have to watch every single movement of body language. To the dog, this is a game. But the dog also understands that the dog has something very important that it's doing. It's a water tasting, going on right there. The boy. It's a behavior we see when they're weak scent, usually. Good boy. Get some strong eye contact on it, too. that it? Come on. See how he seems to lose interest right about here. Come on. Let's finish it up. And then, boy, let's get back. Now, as we go back this way, there's more wind in our face. It goes back in around here. Hail straight out. It looks out, looks back at me. Strong. Okay, good boy. Look for him. When he looks back at you like that and goes in the water and comes back out and looks at you, you know you've got something. Good boy, good boy. Good, right, huh? Okay. All right.
1: Yeah, so you have these uh these string swells coming in and out and i ended up kind of creating a dialogue between like the piano and the and the strings in a way i I felt that kind of echoed the the back and forth relationship that um matt and max have they're feeding off each other's energy
0: that's really reflected throughout and weaved into the entire film and i really like that a lot do you try making your music very introspective?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm. A, I'm an introverted person by nature, so <laughs> I think I, I gravitate towards that anyway. But yeah, and it, it's a funny thing to watch a film with no music at all, and you you know that there should be music, but um, you wonder, hmm, well, what type and and why. And so during that interview footage of him just talking about his background, yeah, I started thinking about what it's like for him, you know, to grow up uh, struggling with dyslexia, uh, forming this bond with with animals, uh, this this powerful um, positive thing. Yeah, I think the the best um, the best film music um, is the type that will say. Um, what needs to be said, but but isn't being said by other elements in the film. Uh, Yeah, so I'm always trying to find that.
0: (laughs) I find that the best movie music that sticks with me is very inward-looking, and I think that came across really well in the film. So, Tim, I know your soundtrack was released recently for Search Dog. If people are interested in hearing more of the soundtrack, How can people listen to that? (laughs)
1: Uh, Yes. Um, So that is available on Amazon and iTunes and CD Baby as well. And you can buy um, a physical disc um, or the MP3 soundtrack.
0: Perfect. So you did a lot of work on Search Dog. And so tell tell me now a little bit about yourself as... A composer or musician, and just as a person.
1: Sure, sure. So, just a little bit of my background. I'm from Maine originally. I grew up uh, studying music from kind of a young age. I think I was about five or six um, when I started lessons. And oh, wow. yeah, I, I took piano all through school, and as a teenager, I started experimenting, um, trying to write music and kind of produce it myself, uh, playing different instruments, recording. And I went to college in Maine, and I actually transferred uh, to Berklee College of Music in Boston. That's where I studied uh, film scoring. And yeah, I've been uh, freelancing ever since.
0: So your main background is, I think you were saying like mainly classical?
1: Uh, Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I I study classical piano and pretty much all the way through my uh, teenage years. Um, And then once I got to Berkeley, I was more exposed to jazz and um, some other different styles. Um, I will say as a teenager, you know, I, I got more interested in uh, rock and pop and loved uh trying to figure out how to play those uh, on piano how to adapt them yeah so a bunch of different styles over the years
0: yes. do you have any um particular particular things you like to listen to any major musical influences
1: oh like f- f- favorite favorite composers favorite styles yeah um i like all types uh there's a, a few that really stand out for for pop um i i mean lately i'm, I'm listening to a lot of depeche mode okay. um the, yeah i listened to them as a teenager i did like a lot of um hard hitting rock and metal as a teenager uh like alice in Chains, metallica that sort of thing. And uh, still love them. They're great. But for classical, I actually, uh, I loved uh, Chopin. I really connected to his music. And so I studied a lot of that. I love the music of Thomas Newman. He's a, a great film composer. And gosh, I mean, there's there's so many. I think last time I was telling you, there's, um, there's this great show, uh, Broadchurch. And the composer for that is Oliver Arnolds, I think I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but I think he's a Icelandic composer, um, and he has like a really, um, really interesting uh, style.
0: Yeah, I'll have to check that out. I've been meaning to watch that actually.
1: <laughs> it's a great show.
0: Now that I know it has good music too, then yeah, I'll definitely watch it. So you're into a lot of different genres of music but in school did you study film scoring specifically and and went from there
1: yeah uh yeah i I kept studying playing piano but i really focused more on um writing for film and um and i learned a lot about how to uh write for an orchestra and i learned more about music production you know writing from a, a home studio and mixing and different different techniques different ways to go about that
0: so as as we're coming to sort of the end of the interview i'm always interested to hear what inspires people that do such great work so is there any sort of quote about music that comes to mind that sort of strikes you or inspires you in some way
1: um sure there there is actually I have to be honest, I had to um, Google uh, music quotes to find this. Yeah, there's actually this, um, this great quote by uh, Hans Christian Andersen. He says, where words fail, music speaks. And I really like that. And I think that speaks to the job that you have um, when you're asked to write music for a film. And I I love that, being able to convey something very clearly and very distinctly um, in an instant with just a few notes. I just love creating um, little musical spaces like that. And, um, yeah, I love it.
0: (laughs) Search Dog Diaries is produced by Lucy Bean Films edited mixed and recorded by mariel barocco and featuring original music from the search dog soundtrack by composer and musician tim maurice copyright 2019 lucy bean films search dog diaries is based on search dog an award-winning documentary film now available on itunes and amazon for more information go to searchdogmovie.com i'm your host mariel barocco thank you for tuning in and we hope you have a treat-filled week